to be honest, I knew nothing about prayer sleep, nothing at all. I went, I learned, I listened. I didn't know how to pray really. I just knew that's what God is asking me to do. So he's planting something in me. And that's how it evolved from there really. That was the start. But up to then, not really. I always found prayer really hard. I don't always still find it easy. How does someone who knew nothing about prayer and in fact found it difficult develop a life devoted to intercession and communication with God? Today we start a new podcast series on falling in love with prayer. Sid and I chat with Karen Moore, a Christian prayer warrior in London, who not only is devoted to prayer, but has fallen in love with it. Join us now as she tells us about her journey. Hi Karen. Hi Sid. Hi Joe. Hi. Uh, you guys okay? We're good, thanks. We're doing well, surviving the lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I see no masks. Not yeah. yet. I know. The screen makes us look closer together than what we really are. <laughs> We're at a location where everything, as is supposed to, um, gets taken very seriously. So we've just taken them off. Masks are already here. We've just sanitized. We've sorted ourselves. And our temperatures taken. Temperatures, so. the whole works, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, so we're making we're, we're making sure that we uh, we we're sticking to the to the rules and and, the rules. and trying to keep yeah, everyone safe. Really yeah. important now. Now, Karen, thanks so much for making the time to join us to get today. We're so stoked that you'd say yes. <laughs> we feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of basics that we can easily miss, or we can think they are too basic for us, and that yeah. hard posture is actually not a good one. So we want to speaking to that we'd love to hear some of your thoughts so we want to talk about praying today it's one of the most important things i think that we can do so i'm going to read a just one verse and then we'll then we'll get going i'm reading from the book of colossians and chapter 4 verse 2 it says devote yourselves to prayer it's a pretty big word devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart so it speaks of like give your attention to it and then it speaks about diving in completely, you know, not just, if you can use a swimming pool analogy, not just toe dipping, you, you're, you're diving straight in in the yeah. deep end. It's yeah. taking everything you've got, but having real joy in your heart when you do it and gratitude because of the opportunity. And something I definitely know about you, having been friends with you for a number of years now, is you're committed, you're devoted to praying. It's something that I was always clear when we spent some time together living in the UK. And I find that fascinating about people when they are, they never miss a prayer meeting. And when they do, they'll let you know that they're not going to be there, but they're still remotely praying. There's something about prayer that's captured your heart. And I want to ask you, why is that? What, what brought about your love for prayer? I was given a prophetic word. Right. And the prophetic word was that basically to pray as a gift. The, the picture I was given was that I was to pick, as I walk, I pick a bouquet of flowers. So for Joe, I might give you a bunch of roses. For you, said I might give you a lily. And what it meant was, this is the gift I'm giving people and just keep praying and praying and praying. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. It was that simple. It was literally that simple. And therefore, when I then joined you as you were planting the church, I thought, how do I how do I do that? So the only way I thought was when I heard there were prayer meetings, I thought, okay, I better go. 
Because if God is saying to me, these are gifts I'm to give, which is through yeah. prayer for different people, I thought, well, the first thing I can think about is let's just go to a prayer meeting. So that's what I did. And and to be honest, I knew nothing about prayer, nothing at all. I didn't know anything. I went, I learned, I listened. I didn't know how to pray, really. I just knew that's what God is asking me to do. So he's planting something in me. And that's how it evolved from there, really. That was the start. But up to then, not really. I always found prayer really hard. I don't always still find it easy. It's not that you became a Christian just before we went to plant our church in Southfields. You've been a Christian for a while. So what you're saying to me is you'd spent some time as a Christian um, living and not necessarily having a very devoted prayer life as we just read in Colossians. Yes, I used to have a list. So beginning of the year, I used to write a list of things like on a prayer list. Yeah. But I didn't always pray it. But I wrote the list. So like January, you know, like you have your New Year's resolutions. Mm. I wrote my New Year's resolutions and it was all this stuff, you know, like for family, all kinds of stuff. And I would then, if I remember, and often I wouldn't remember to pray. So I didn't. So I was Christian for years, but I didn't know how to do it. You know, for me, prayer was this really complex, convoluted thing that I thought would take ages of my time. You know, you know this thing that it's so difficult to do. Yeah. Um, and 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 I think that prophetic word really did almost root something in me, even though I still found it hard. Because you don't suddenly just suddenly prove, you know, like this overnight conversion. I still found yeah. it hard, but over the years, and I mean, this is what, I think six, seven, eight years now of walking, it's become easier and easier and more natural and just, it's like breathing now. Wow, I like that. <laughs> I have a question off, off the back of that. My struggle with, with prayer is that a consecrated time for prayer, like an hour in the morning, I find very difficult. But what I have at the moment is a continual conversation throughout the day, which is fine. I think I think it's great and you get revelation as you go. But then as a prayer warrior, I find it very difficult to get that dedicated time to do it. Do you have a dedicated time for prayer or is yours a continuation throughout the day or is it a mixture of both? What does it actually look like for you? It's actually a mixture of both. So if I tell you, like, for example in the morning when I wake up. So I know when I wake up and I'm brushing my teeth. I mean, it's just like, it's interweaved into normal life. And I might know that something is going on. For example, I might know like Sid has something on. I'll be, it'll pop into my head and I'll pray. Or God will put people in my head to pray. You know, so it's interweaved. But then I also then sit down and look at my devotion and then I pray. And there are also times that I have set aside where I pray with other people. So, you know, that, that, that kind of keeps me grounded. So I, I've got the whole conversation going all the time. But like you, what I do is when I'm walking around, I find I just look around and I just keep praying. And actually, I know, it's, I know we talked about masks at the start because we're starting to wear masks here in the UK. 
And I find that because I'm wearing my mask, I know it's a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm praying more because, I, you know, you're just talking. No one can see you. Because often I'm sure people are going, why is this woman talking to us? <laughs> but I've got this mask and I just pray. I just, just talk to God. You know, it might be like I see, I hear an ambulance go by and I'm like, oh my gosh, God, please God, whoever this ambulance is going to, can you please just protect them or kill them? I don't know exactly everything but i don't need to know i know mm. god knows but i suppose in answer to your question joe i do have set time aside and i also just like breathing i just interweave it through the day and just like just you know i'm just talking to god really mm. you know? it's really really helpful it, i find a similar thing with me um i have stuff that I want to pray about, and I try and set aside time for that. Our local church's prayer meeting, it's uh, something that I, you know, very, very rarely miss. Having said that, I missed last night where the prayer meeting. I was meeting. just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, we, try, we try and spend a lot of time doing that. I, Jennifer and I have a good routine praying together. And then I find, what you just mentioned, the ambulance, I find triggers are so um, mm. useful when we praying triggers are a very very easy thing to help us in our prayer life so if you're listening to this i'd say there's simple things in life in our house we we've been really privileged jennifer and i we've traveled a lot so we've got a world map and then we've got some photos of us you know pointing to some of the places we've been to around the world and i oftentimes walk past the map on my way out on the school run and then i think once i've dropped nathan i've just looked at you know, New Zealand, or I've looked at the United States or whatever, and I, I will just pray a, a prayer, like a, a blanket prayer over a nation. And I, you know, you mm. think, who am I that I can pray over a nation? But I'm a child of the living God. I can, I can trust him that he can hear those prayers and do something. So if you're listening to this, I'd say we should use whatever triggers come our way because they're very very useful absolutely one mm. one example actually is newspaper articles because there's so mm. much now in the papers right you know when you just you know when you wake up your social media you're just looking at news little bits you don't even need to read the article the headlines might be i don't know what whatever this country's got a spike in the COVID 19 or something like that and that might just be you know god please help the mm. the 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 hospitals, you know, please help the, the leaders have wisdom. It's just simple, like 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 that, little triggers. And actually, there are lots of triggers, I realised. it's, And it comes back to your verse again, just now that you said Colossians, an alert mind. Because when you have an alert mind, you, you, you're just conscious, these triggers for you to pray, right? So that alert mind is actually quite important. If you think you don't have an alert mind, because... I'm speaking as if everyone's making excuses. We can easily make excuses for things because we, we put it in a category where it's out of our reach. I yes. think that's what we do as, mm. as Christians, don't we? We put evangelism out of our reach because we're scared because yes. it's a big word. Yes. We think it's going to cause us to have to go do something in a restaurant or whatever. Yes. And it's the same with prayer. We kind of like think it's this unattainable thing, but we can actually pray about the thing that's not yet happening in our lives. You know, we can pray about being more devoted. We can pray that God will help us in our consecration towards this thing. Now, I, I would say from having pastored a church, both in South Africa, being on a team and being on a team in London, 
and being in different contexts with different churches and traveling a bit to, you know, to Joel and then in Istanbul and seeing different things. One thing that for me is, is clear is that prayer is something that lots of people struggle with, I think. I don't think everyone finds it easy. And so I just wanted to ask you if someone's listening and they find themselves in that position because they may not get the spark, the prophetic word that you had yeah. and that you Absolutely. acted upon. But there are lots of commands, invitations, and promises about prayer for us in the Bible. You know, th these are the consequences of prayer. So pray, and this is the result. And it's it's never bad. It's always good. <laughs> it's always for our benefit and for the benefit of others. So what would you say to people who find themselves in that space where they're thinking, I haven't got a prophetic word, Karen. I'm not you. So how do I even start? What would you say? Well, a few things, actually. One, start short prayers. Even if it's, and I still do have short prayers where, you know, I don't know what to pray and maybe I'm just down or something. I just go, God, please help. <laughs> That's my prayer. You know, something short, simple. It doesn't have to be complex. Just start with short ones. Even if you just say, you know, I was thinking when I first started, you know, when I was saying I had the word, but I didn't know exactly what to do. I would be on the train going to work. I would stand there because I never got a seat. Um, and I would just look around me at those people thinking, God, can you please bless them? And that was my prayer. Mm. I didn't know them. Mm. They don't know me. I knew nothing about them, but it didn't matter. And it was that. Please bless these people. Please help them have a good day. It was just like... You know, honestly, like Nathan, you know, Elizabeth could pray better prayers than mm. that. But just simple. And the thing I know and I know so, so deeply is God hears it. He mm. honors it. And he, he wants to talk to us because he doesn't need me to pray for these people. He knows their needs. He doesn't yeah. need me, but he wants to partner. And that is the privilege. Mm. So one, I would say short, simple prayers. Another one I was thinking was, you know, if, if you know the Bible, in Matthew 6, verse 9 to 30, where Jesus teaches us to how to pray, and mm. he gives us the Lord's Prayer, you know, and I know in some churches, you you people recite the Lord's Prayer. When I was in Anglican church, you would recite it, and it's it's there. He's given us the prayer. So even if you don't know what to say, you're like, oh gosh, how do I say it? What do I say? You know, which I used to do because I'm thinking I'm going to get tongue tied. Just read the Lord's prayer. That mm. is the that is the perfect prayer that that Jesus taught us and gave us. Mm. And and another way also, if you're reading the Bible again, you know, you don't again nothing complex. But I find like sometimes if you read the Psalms, which I love the Psalms, and you can read a bit, and there's something that speaks to you, maybe to your situation. Just maybe take that one line and turn it into a prayer. Mm -hmm. I see Psalm 91, you are scared, right? We're scared with COVID. People are scared. So you turn the, 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 maybe the first verse and you talk about God, you are my refuge, you are my strength, you protect me. And, and you know, and you turn it to personalize it to you and, and pray that. And you're praying his word. And, and the other thing is, or, or, or it could be, I was thinking that Philippians 4.19, which everyone knows, and God will meet all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So you just go, God, please meet all my needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. So again, it's not complex. It's his words. He's, it's, 
you know, I realize more and more, he's actually given us his words to pray already. I know we put our own words, but he's given it all in the Bible. So we just need to just do that. It's nothing difficult. It doesn't need to take half an hour, two minutes, five minutes a day. And I, you will see it grow because you suddenly get more and more excited. It might take a while, but you will get more and more excited about it. Thank you for listening. Karen has so much more to share. Join us again on Wednesday as we continue this journey to fall in love with prayer. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast.